Estás escuchando The Loco Podcast. ¿Qué le pasa a Lupita? No sé. ¿Qué le pasa a Lupita? No sé. ¿Qué le pasa a esa niña? No sé. ¿Qué es lo que quiere? Yeah. You like that? Come on, man. That is tight. I love it. That gets the people going. It gets the people going. I love that. I love that, man. Thank you so much Are for being here. you a dancer? You like dancing? Oh, dance in the shower, you know what I mean? But I mean, in public, I mean, just a little bit. You know I like I, mean? it. I like it a lot. I haven't danced in a while. I'm 55 years old now, so I can't Ooh. dance like I used to. But yeah, I was one of those club kids back 55 in the day. 55 young buck. Yeah? You think so? Thank I mean, you. Thank you. you're looking great right now. You know what I mean? Thank you. I got a little makeup on. I'm in between right now so that's correct a little foundation that's, that's all right hey there's nothing wrong with that thank you right it's okay just as long as they don't put the eyeliner you know what i mean right they end up looking like the undertaker scary so. yeah. <laughs> 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 that'll be a little uh, scary yeah. uh so guys bill taylor is here today uh i've i've had the biggest privilege of meeting him thank today you. thank you uh i appreciate you so much i don't want to make you feel old right but i used to watch you as a kid thank before you. i used to go to school really uh, thank so this you. is a big honor for me to actually meet you in person that was when i was doing mornings yes yeah, yeah. so it's a very big deal for thank me thank you very uh, much so he's actually so bill is a good friend of of our friend hector, hector. hines love hector uh so he's the one who actually kind of split in the middle there and he's like bro you know you could have bill you know he's a funny cool guy and i'm like bill he's like well, i was like bill who he was bill nye bill, bill taylor and i go he goes yeah bill taylor i'm like bill taylor from kids five he goes yeah i know him like really well i'm like yeah bro i mean if you can i mean i mean whatever the case is and uh it's been quite some time it's been about four five months where he sent you a message he said okay let's figure it out i sent you a message and uh i got super excited when i saw that you know it said just seen Uh, on the Instagram, <laughs> and uh, then I saw the little bubbles, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, he's it's gonna, coming. It's, it's coming. He's writing. He's writing something." <laughs> and he said, "Yes, of course. Let's see what we can do in the two, two, three. I'm like, two, three. I said, "Oh, Bill Taylor's talking Jordan vibes here, baby. Right. Two, three, two, 2023, baby. Right, right. That's what he's talking about right now." So I'm super excited today Man, that no, you're thank here. Thank you for having me. Of thank course. Thank you for having me. And congratulations thank you. on a very successful podcast. Thank you. I, I appreciate mean, really, that. This is first class. Thank this you. This is beautiful. What digs you have. Thank you. And then your your marketing prowess. Thank you. Was phenomenal. I appreciate it. I was it. really amazed at the video you put together. Thank the, you. The, the screen work you did. I, you, this you is know, top shelf. You know, I had to. And luckily, I found this picture. That's an uh, old one. This. So I yeah. found this picture. Not on your Facebook. I found it on Google. So oh. I, I, I looked up. So the way I typed it in, I said, I put old school Bill Taylor. And that's the first picture that popped up. Okay. Now, for those of you <laughs> playing the home game, the picture he's talking about, I kind of have this like debonair look, but I'm wearing like a burgundy. Well, and what, what year was this? Tie. That, had, that was definitely early 2000s. 2000s? Like, I'm thinking morning show I'm getting vibes. that 2000s vibes with that tie. You know what for I mean? Real. And and I think that was morning show when you watched when you were going to school that's, that's, and you were getting up in the like. morning and Bill's brain teaser. Yes, right. Yes. Answering those questions. You, you know what I used to miss the most is the, bra the the brain teasers and then the little hon, hon, you, hear, you see the little bus coming through. You're like, all right, kids, let's get the school bus forecast. Woo! Come on, somebody. <laughs> yeah, I remember all those things. Those things are super awesome. When Fred Lozano and Cindy Castellano were doing a show, I was the weather guy, and it was always my job. I felt. To breathe some life into this newscast. Yeah. And, and I really feel that call from God that says, after the 15 minutes are up and you're coming on, breathe some life and hope into these people. I mean, he, it never came to me audibly or I, I, I just had this epiphany moment, but it, he just equipped me to do that. And not until I really grew into the role did I step back and see that, that over the years, that's what my role's been. Yeah. You know, because... The first 10 minutes of any newscast is pretty disheartening. Oh, you, well. You, you lose hope fast yeah, in humanity, time. don't you? Don't you? Just a little bit. I you mean, know? it's sad. And, and now, more than ever. I mean, and politics and crime and all these things. So at 15 after, let's breathe life in. That, that we're still okay. That keep hope alive. God is good. Everything's yes. going to be all right. And sometimes weather's serious, but San Antonio's got that beautiful blend of, it's most of the time it's not going to be serious. It's just yeah. going to be hot and sunny. Hot and sunny, <laughs> you know baby. Saying? And so Bill's brain teaser in the morning show was just something to kind of breathe life into the show and just say, I got to give people something. Yeah. And so I started asking random, just, you know, useless trivia questions. And it was Fred Lozano who said, you ought to put that up on a full screen. 
I'm like, okay, like so people can see the question, you know, because I was just at, and this is yeah. way pre Google. I mean, there was no, yeah, there was know, no nothing like so that. So I would ask it, and then I'd do my weather, and then after the seven day forecast, I would give the answer. Or back then it was a five day five forecast. Five day, yeah. I would give the answer, and I would ask like, who was the first U.S. president born in a hospital? And people, like, oh, that's a good. One. I don't know. And you know, and I would do the weather and yeah. hopefully keep people tuned. Keep people in, tuned, right? And then, then you give the end, answer. Jimmy Carter. There you go. Did you know that Jimmy Carter? No. And God bless Jimmy Carter and his family. Jimmy He's Carter. in hospice now. And yeah. Um, but yeah, great man. Habitat for Humanities, which you know that started in San Antonio. Really? The first house for Habitat for Humanities ever built. Wow. San Antonio, Texas. And so, and Jimmy Carter was known for the work he did with Habitat. Dang. Gracious man, man of God. And so, yeah, anyway, not to get into Jimmy Carter, no. but yeah, then it just evolves from that, like into a sponsorship from Sonic, a sponsorship from Diane Flack Furniture, high-end furniture place that would oh, wow. like give away furniture. Yeah. Bro, it was like a game show within our newscast. Oh, wow. It, it got out of control. <laughs> it was it was incredible. Bill Brain Teaser, man. That oh, man. I haven't talked about that in a while. That's that's, that's also awesome. on YouTube. There's some Bill's Brain yeah, Teaser. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to. I'm yeah. going to have to look that up because yeah. that's... Uh, those are days that I used to miss because I remember I would wake up super early, super early to go to school, you know. Were you a good student? You know, I, you know, I was a little travieso kid, you know, in school. You know, unfortunately, the, the Lord didn't have his hand on me. You know, Satan, Satanás, mentiroso, you know, he, uh, you know, if you want to say, you know, how your parents, you grow up and how are your kids? They do that. They do Ooh. that. That's a bad sign. Yeah, that's a, soon, that's a, if the eyes close. If the eyes close. If mm, the eyes close, that's mm, like, oh, okay. Yeah, then they're, oh. <laughs> But you're yeah. one of four boys. That's yeah, what I said. Yeah, God yeah. bless your mama. Yeah, yeah. Man. I mean, wow. And then especially at the house. So we all behaving. Well, we good? I mean, you had four boys, and then we grew up watching wrestling. So, uh oh. Uh -oh. And then we grew up on the Attitude Era, Stone yeah. Cold, The Stone Rock. Cold. So you know my, you know my parents' old house has, a, you know, they don't live there you anymore. Have a ring. Uh, well, the ring was the, the room, you know, and, uh, it was called the dining room, you know, yeah. the dining room, you know, and, uh, those walls had a lot of patches. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, it, yeah, that one matches up with the side of your head really, really yeah, perfectly, yeah, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I've got some, you know, scars back here in the back of my head, you know, where, who was your favorite neighbors. wrestler? So my, my favorite, favorite wrestler of all time would be Shawn Michaels, only because he's from here. San Antonio. San Antonio. You know, he worked Warner for Ken's Five. Do you remember? Yes. He did Friday Night Football yes. for us. And yes, he did. They they literally had to stop a football game one time when he walked in the, really? in the stadium. I forget what game it was. People went so crazy that they they literally had to stop the game because the, like the sidelines were all looking, and it was Shawn Michaels. And, Ken's five shirt, and he would just do Friday night football with us. It was the wow. one of the most genius things we did. And I want to say we did it for like two seasons, and then you know he just got too busy, I think. Yeah, but that I I loved it, man. Yeah, he he's a great guy. Yeah, that that's that's so Shawn Michaels, please, man. I'm I'm I've been trying to reach out to you, your manager. Uh, I want to bring you on, bro. Oh, man. that'd be epic. I I, I want to be fangirling. Hey, hey, you would know, you even get through that? You podcast? know, you know, you know what I would want. I would actually want him to give me a, a sweet chin music, like right here, right here in the. I, I wouldn't care. Like, just kick me Do as it. hard as you can. And right. as soon as he kicks me, ah, right. ah thank you. Yeah, I can go home. I can go home to God. I can go home to God. Let's thank go. you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> uh, then he'd have to take over the rest yeah, of the Yeah, he'll, he'll have to take over. I don't know if he'll be like, uh, well, do I leave now? Or <laughs> yeah, what exactly. are, are you going to yeah. get back up? Or what's <laughs> he, yeah, He's my all-time cool favorite. Guy. All my, my, my all-time favorite. Only, and only because of his life testimony as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've seen so many documentaries um, about it, and he talks about it. He doesn't like going too much into detail about what you know what he used to do, but just seeing the fact that he found God here in San Antonio, Cornerstone Church. Is that where? Okay. He went there. I'd love he, to hear he, so I've he, never heard it. So he actually was here doing a show, mm -hmm. uh, and on that Saturday, they did the show, and his flight wasn't going to leave till Monday. So he actually got invited to Cornerstone Church, John Hagee, Pastor John Hagee. He was Sunday morning, and uh, he was going through what he never felt what he felt before. Holy Spirit yeah. got him. And he said, uh, okay, if this is going to be real, then I'm going to be real. After that, he went wow. back, and uh, he told those producers and stuff, he goes, everything I'm doing that I was doing, I can't do that no more. Really? Yeah. I could be he funny. The script. Yeah, I, I could be funny, but... Right. 
it's going to be a, my direction, the way I want to do it. I'd really love to hear him tell, it's, uh, tell that story. That's it's, awesome. Uh, that's why I want to bring him, man. I, I, yeah. I, I, people need to hear it because he's, a, he's a, a, a childhood favorite for everyone, especially yeah, he here is. in San Antonio. And for people to just hear it, I mean. That's why God uses people like that. I mean, and, and like me. And, and, yeah. and to God's glory that, that I get to talk about him. Yeah. We, you know, we were talking earlier just about how much change we've seen in our good friend Hector. Yeah, Hector. Because of God. Yeah. Because of God. You know, not because of anything else. I mean, there's no other way to explain so much of his work yeah. than with changed lives. Yeah. It, it is changed hearts that are the greatest example of God's existence yeah. that you, you cannot deny, you know, cause we can get into scientific debates. Oh yeah. I, you know, and we can do that all night. We can get into apologetics of, and, and there's a lot of facts. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. But bottom line, just look at changed lives. Just look Big at time. changed lives. Yeah. And, and you, you will see more evidence of God existing than ever before. Yeah. And, and I got to tell you right now, um, you know, now that I'm older, I'm married, I have my daughter, and, uh, you know, like, you know, it, there, there's a difference when you're living with your parents, going to church, and then you actually going on your own mm -hmm. and not having mm -hmm. your parents tell you, hey, we're going to wake up. Let's go. We're going to go. Uh, I really admire you. I just want to let you know that because you. you are on the news and you're a person that Christ believer and people love you. Thank you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And. You get God's message around. I love, you know what? You know what? I got an idea from you and I started doing it this past Sunday. I love that you post on your Instagram story. Hey guys, I'm here. This is what we're doing today. I love it. Every, and oh, I, I, I showed my parents, showed my dad and I showed some of the guys from church. I'm like, Hey man, look at this. This is, thank you. this is awesome because people are seeing like, Oh, okay. Okay. You know, and they respect you. Mm -hmm. And I like that. Thank you know, and I'm super grateful and blessed. Like I said, I'm super blessed that people are tuning in. Even, you know, I'm different, super different. Yes, I'm funny. And I like to tell people what my main goal is to do is I want to show people that you're, you can believe in Christ and you can still have fun. Yes. It, 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 it doesn't have to be the, the, the way that the world intends it to be. And I think that's why people like it because I'm very clean. I'm very funny. But it's a different funny. That's right. And people are, in, you know, they're enticed by it. The, the greatest lie that was ever constructed by the enemy is that you give up all your freedom, that you give up adventure, that you give up a fun life mm -hmm. when you give it to God. Yeah. Just the opposite, man. Yeah, that's I crazy. I promise you, every day is brand new. Yeah. Every day peace is so comforting. Yes. That you know that things are still going to happen. Oh, yeah. Okay? Bad things will still oh, happen. Oh, yeah, they will. Okay? You cannot just get immunity from that but your dip into that dark moment or that pain is so less uh, deep yeah how do i put it like okay the hills and and you know and and dales of life right like when you take a hit you don't go down as far yeah yeah you bounce back you have people in your life that pour into you you have a church family that makes it, it's just different yeah it's different okay and it, it just makes such a difference in how you feel about everything going on around you. Because that peace is real. Yeah, it's real. You know, Jesus said, I'm the Prince of Peace. Yeah. I mean, that was the, the moniker and the title given to him hundreds of years before he was even born. We knew that that was what was coming. Yeah. That it would be this, you know, peace that is beyond understanding. That people just don't get it. So, you know, it's the peace that when his brother was shot and killed accidentally by a police officer. I, I wish I could remember his name in Dallas. Remember the um, police officer comes home. And oh she was yes, tired yes. And she went to the she wrong went to the floor, wrong floor. And she and the apartment door was open. Open. And she draws she her was, handgun mm -hmm. and fires and and um, that brother hugged her in yep. the court and gave mm -hmm. her a Bible and said, "You're forgiven. We love you." Mm -hmm. That's unheard. It was his brother, and his yeah. brother was like, I mean, perfect life, clean life by all the standards of you know church and mm -hmm. family and yeah. nice guy you know yeah it's it, it, it's a piece that overwhelms and and it wasn't something i always had either you know i mean it took me a long time to figure this out it took me a long time to let go how, how long how long have you been if you want to say in the faith if you want to i believe since i was a kid really i knew yeah i'll never forget that moment too i was i was under 10 years old and we were at a funeral in patterson new jersey where i grew up and i remember saying to myself it, it just can't be over I remember that feeling like yeah. it just can't just go black and it all ends. 
Yeah. Like there's got to be something, something else. Because just and I think it was because I was just seeing people's faith, maybe hearing the message that day of the eulogy, whatever it was. Yeah. That something was there. But my parents divorced when I was like five, six okay. years old. So they left the church. We were Catholic. And so, you know, they thought, well, when you divorce, you leave. You don't go back to church. You know, we can still believe. Maybe we'll go on Easter and Christmas. But that, that's about it, you know. But then my father remarried what then was called a born-again Christian, Pentecostal. And, and he brought me to church. And I was like, whoa. You know, people had their hands up, speaking in tongues. <laughs> you know, it was it, like a lot. And I and as the only church experience before that was Catholic. So yeah. I, I was just like, this isn't mass. What is happening right now? Yeah. And it went on for like two and a half hours, too. <laughs> and I was like, wow. I mean, it was just like, I don't understand. But then going there, because yeah. I would see my father almost every, well, every weekend when I was a kid. And then he would take me to, he got remarried. I was like 11 or 12 years old. And I started going to that church because then he would take me on Sundays. And, um, I'll never forget, it was a New York Giant football player came and gave his testimony at that church, George Martin. He was a lineman. And that was when I made an altar call. I was like 13 years old. Really? And he, he called people. He said, if you feel, you know, you want to make a decision for Jesus, come forward. And I was like, I feel something. I don't know what this is. And I went. Yeah. But I didn't follow up on it. I was just like, whatever. And then teenage years came, and I just, you know, went my own way. Yeah. You know, I'd go to church once in a while. You know, pray before a meal a little bit once yeah. in a while. It really came around when I met my wife. I met my wife. She was Southern Baptist, true blue, uh, raised in the church. And she said, why don't we go to this Baptist church? And so I, that was when the Bible was open. We're filling outlines and learning. You know, we're in the book of Ephesians today. And we were learning, you know, about what this means. And, yeah. You know, and, and, and filling out, you know, outlines. And, and I'm like, this this is great. Yeah. And just, you know, it, and that thirst really began and I just wanted more and more yeah. and more and so that that was really the kickstart and then coming to San Antonio 96 we were married only uh what three no two and a half three years when I got for for Ken five we were going to Baptist Church in San Antonio downtown and it, it's awakening and then I started teaching uh Sunday school class and it just has gone from there and God has just been pouring into me Man, ever since. Yeah. that's awesome it was awesome. That's super awesome. It's been great. So how long have you been with Kins, Kins 5 now? 27 years this year. 27 years. Yeah. Really? It's amazing, right? Man. I've been in the business like 31. I started in Louisiana, Lake Charles, Louisiana, small little town, southwest. And then I went to Montgomery, Alabama for about three years. And then I got this offer for, to do really? weekends. I was, I was coming to do weekends. And, uh, so, so you've always done the weather. Right. Really? So those smaller markets, I did news as well. Oh, and then okay, when okay, I okay. got here, I was doing news and weather because I just did the weekend weather on Saturdays and Sundays. Mm. And then three days a week, I would do news stories, hard news stories. Really? Like I, I did a capital murder trial, I'll never forget, because the defendant was deaf. And so it was the, it was a wild story. They, <laughs> read him, they read him the verdict of guilty. They, they signed it to him. And that was part of the story. Like, you know, I remember telling that story like, you know, just showing the, you know, bailiff or whomever or jury. Uh, that was signing it to him. Signing it to him that he was guilty. Guys, yeah. you know what he means, right? Not signing it to him, meaning right, signing. Like sign language, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not signing the paper. Giving a sign language. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, so, and then once I um, got into the morning show, like we were talking, then it was full-time weather. You yeah. know, and then it was five days a week and I was mornings. And then it was six years later. It was not what this is 23. So it's been about 20 years Dang. that I, I moved into the nights and, and got the chief job. And I, I tell you what, you and there's another guy who already retired, Steve Brown. Mm -hmm. Both of you guys were like this. Yeah, yeah. I love Steve. He's a great guy. My parents will flip one. Do you and then flip it to Steve Brown? Mm -hmm. The only reason why they'll do that is okay, let me see. Okay, Steve's okay. What's he saying? Steve said it's gonna rain. Okay. <laughs> now let me go to Bill. Okay, he said it might rain. Right. Okay. Let's wait till they finish and then we'll right. flip back yeah, and we'll forth. Yeah. <laughs> he said forty percent. He said fifty. Fifty. Wait, he's going back to fifty. Wait, he's going to forty now. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Is there an auction going on around here with this weather? What's going on? Probably cloudy. Probably cloudy. Mostly cloudy. Probably cloudy. Yeah. It, it, it would always be because it's an imperfect science. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's difficult. That's crazy. And and you know we have computers that now have the technology like never before. I mean, in all honesty, it's always a joke about how long, how often we get it wrong and we still have a job, right? Yeah. 
but we are we've never been more accurate and that's the truth and you know what i don't know how you can do it i would love to visit just you to should. go just to go see like bro i will bring you over to the station show you around let you watch a live newscast at yeah five how's that sound that'll be that sounds good we will make that happen yeah no, I, for real i would want to because i've always a wanted thank to you for having me yeah I, I gotta host you at my place yeah man Absolutely. that would be super cool because i like it's the video neat. that you it's sent neat. me and i saw all those computers and yeah, stuff yeah. like that it's That's a great wild. place to work. Ken's Five has always been uh, a great television company. You know, yeah. they've had multiple owners. That's typical in the business. But when I first was hired, we were locally owned. Hard Hanks owned Ken's Five. They were here in San Antonio. Man. We were the only TV station. And then they were into direct mail and some other things. But Hard Hanks was anchored here. And then they sold to Belo, and Belo was a big Texas company headquartered in Dallas, owned the Dallas Morning News, WFA Dallas, and a handful of other Texas stations. So San Antonio, they added to the arsenal, and then Belo got bought by Gannett, USA Today, and so we just, you know, because that, that's what's happening in the company, yeah. in the industry. You know, you have fewer owners, and now the owners have like 80 TV stations each, you know, at least. Yeah, Tegna Jesus. is our owner now, and they have... It's over 70. I forget what the count is, but they're huge in Texas. Really? You know, and all big markets, you know, I mean, New Orleans, St. Louis, Seattle. Oh, wow. You know, and um, in, in Texas, we're Austin, Dallas, Houston, but then we're also Corpus Christi, uh, San Angelo, uh, Lubbock, um, but see, these Tyler. Are, see, these are things that, like, I would have never known right i'm over here thinking like ken's five is just san antonio's exactly no and and then the other thing like a lot of people think you know cbs owns us or cbs no we we're the affiliate for cbs so we sign a contract with cbs every so many years that says we'll carry your programming for san antonio's oh wow this what what's called the dma which is the demographic market area i think is what it stands for Mm. and that's from del rio through here and east to gonzalez and they even Victoria. I mean, our viewing area is enormous. Oh, wow. You know, I mean, 80% right here in the city. Then we go all the way to Kerrville. Fredericksburg's kind of the cutoff. Yeah. Because Fredericksburg will watch Austin as well. <coughs> they kind of watch both. But, um, you know, Bernie, Comfort, and then, like I said, West, Rock Springs, Del Rio. I mean, you can drive two and a half, three hours and still be watching Still Ken's be watching Five. Ken's Five. It's crazy, right? And Dang. so you talk about forecasting that entire area. That becomes yeah. a challenge. Challenge. You've got the hill country and then into the city. That's a drop off of like two to 3,000 feet. That makes a difference with cold fronts and things that come in. And then you got the arid desert climate from Mexico. And you got the humid gulf coming in with a humid climate. And we're right at the crosshairs. We're like right in the middle of both of them. And so you have, we predominantly get gulf yeah. moisture and, and humid. You yeah. know? But then we have the dry air. And that's when we heat up. Yeah, that's when we heat up. You know, like we hit 111. Hottest temperature ever recorded in the city. Yeah. September fifth, uh, two thousand, was when we did that. God. We hit one hundred eleven. It was the day after Labor Day. I'll never Satan's forget. playground. For real, man. <laughs> People were just imploding on the street. You know, burst. Ah, I can't do it. Yeah, you should be. You you, you don't want to go to hell, then. You don't. You definitely do not want to go to hell. It's then. just a small suffocating appetizer. This, you know, and it's like little appetizer. You walked. It was like a hair dryer was blown in your face. You could just feel the heat. Because they say, well, yeah, well, it's a dry heat. Yeah, so's my oven. Yeah, so's that's my how, oven. That's how my, my family talked in New uh-huh. Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> so's my oven. What so's are you going to do? That's what they looked at. When we were moving to Louisiana, it was yeah. me and my mom and my stepdad and my stepbrother, the four of us. And when we, they were like, what are you talking about, Louisiana? What are you going to do down there, Billy? They don't, do they even have paved roads? What, what the, are you talking about? Where's the Galagoo? What are you talking <laughs> What are you kidding me? Have some prosciutto. Have some prosciutto. Uh, eat your food, bro. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they thought we were nuts. Because honestly, how often do you think of uh, Idaho? If you told your mom, we're moving to Idaho, me and my wife and my daughter, like what, what kind of look would you get? You know what I'm saying? That's, Where? That's the look we got. And that's, Where? Exactly. I mean, I, you know, Louisiana, was, I, I thought down south was like Virginia. You know, I mean, that's as far south as I would think. Yeah. You know, I had an Uncle Joe and Aunt Helen that moved to Florida when I was a kid. And so you knew that. And it was a lot of Italians from the Northeast yeah. who moved to Florida. They, they're, they're half of Florida yeah. are Italians from the Northeast. And so, and my uncle and aunt were down there. And we'd, we'd see them like once every five years they'd come up, you know. 
and they'd always have great tans and stuff. <laughs> hey, how you doing? What's going on? You got to come down to see us. Yeah. And we're like, well, come down where? What are you talking about? We're not going anywhere. <laughs> Come that, down that, to Florida, Florida, <laughs> baby. <laughs> because in the north, they had a philosophy that like the whole world was in that area. And, and to some degree, it was. My, my father worked in Manhattan. I, I got to work in New York City for wow. a year. He worked for Avon Products for years and like commuted into the city. And he was in the corporate office of Avon. Wow. And uh, did marketing. And yeah, and, and it was a big high rise in Manhattan on West 57th. And so I actually, before I moved to Louisiana, I was 19 years old, he got me a job there and I worked there for like about eight months and I'd commute into Port Authority and I'd walk about 15 blocks to West 57th and I got like a taste of, you know, New York, New City, York City, the, the rat race and the, you know, hustle and bustle yeah. of the city and work and it, it was cool. But you could see like, I mean, it was on. I mean, my father had to work Saturdays at least once a month. Oh, wow. He left the house at like 5 a.m. He'd walk back in like 7, 7.30 at night every day. And then, like I said, Saturdays at least once or twice a month. It, it was a certain season, like they were having to push out for like Christmas and stuff. Yeah. Might be a few Saturdays a month, you know. Never Sundays. but Never Sunday, yeah. I mean, because New York City, just the epicenter of so many corporate headquarters. And I mean, he, he loved it. I mean, you know, he did it. That was like 35 years of his Dang. life. Yeah, it, it's crazy, though. It, it, the Dang. pace and everything else, that's why. And everything there is a pain in the neck. Everything you want to do. Traffic all the time. You know, lines are longer than you've ever seen. You know, because there's just so many people. And they're all trying to do the same thing. You know, and so everything. But when we moved, I get to Lake Charles. And that was the first time I saw a local TV, by yeah. the way. You know, I never saw a local newscast. Like, we'd always watch New York. Oh, okay, okay. You know, because New York would, would cover what they call the tri-state area. Mm. New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. And so the New York City news, I mean, rarely would New Jersey come up. Like, they were like, they talked about Jersey tonight on the news. What oh, happened? Oh, wow. You know, it would rarely come up unless it was a major story. Like, most of the news was in New York. And, you know, I, I come down and I'm like, what is this? I mean, like, local commercials, local, like, I just drove by that place yesterday. Yeah. And now they're on TV. Yeah. This is so weird. I mean, every, it was just such a, it wasn't a culture shock. Like everybody said, oh, my gosh, New Jersey to Louisiana. It was a difference, yeah. I'll put it. Because, you know, where culture shocked me was when I went to Alabama. That, like, Alabama. Dixie. Oh. Montgomery, Alabama was a lot different. Really? Yes. They were still flying a Confederate flag on the Capitol Dome. I'm serious. <laughs> State of Alabama and then Confederate flag. Oh wow. And it was and it was a big fight going on about that between the blacks and the whites and, and I'm just like, what's happened? I've never seen this. I've never experienced it. You know, because New York that New Jersey, New York area is such a melting pot. And so to see any kind of cultural or, you know, wow. racial difference of any kind was really new to me. And it kind of scared me. Like but that it was even in Louisiana. So it it was more like socially acceptable in a sense that like there weren't rules like okay that's the bathroom for yeah, the black bathroom. people yeah. and the, you know like we you saw in, you know before civil rights right yeah but i remember walking into what was called the student union at mcneese state right and it had a big atrium so you walk in and you could see the second floor up there and the first floor and i remember going like something's different what's what is this and all of downstairs, white people, all of upstairs, black people. And I'm like, why is it like this? And like I said, it wasn't a rule. It was kind of like this social acceptance. Like you'd see a couple of white people, yeah, upstairs, yeah, yeah. but not like many. 80% to 80%. You know what I'm saying? And wow. I'm like, and it wasn't, there were never any tent, there was no tension, no incidents. Oh, okay, okay. Nothing. No, no. It's, nothing ju like it's just the way that. Just the way they did things. Wow. And I was like, that's so different. And then it, it I, I think over the years, like, that was 1986, and 1986, and, and, and you're wow. seeing that. Yeah, but like I said, no signs like it had to be that way. Yeah, it was just like, wow, Man. this is different. This is really different. That's crazy. That's a crazy story. And then Texas, I mean, you saw like parts of Southeast Texas. Yeah, you know, and and parts of Louisiana, and you knew. Oh man. Yeah, like, you knew. There's some racism going on around yeah. here, and and it was like out in front, like. Racism's everywhere. Oh, it's everywhere. We know yeah. this. But I think what happens in New York area or any big cities is it's just under wraps. Yeah, yeah. Like people don't, it's not out in the open like it is in some southern cities, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was just so different. Wow. Dang. That's crazy. Well, right now we're about to 
Go to commercial break. Okay. Which is uh, sponsored by JD Associates LOC and Edwards Point. By the way, Bill, have you done your taxes? Uh, my wife did them recently. <sighs> well, that's a shame because you should have done them with JD Taxes. <sighs> JD and Associates Taxes, okay? Don't do them with your neighbor that's across the street named Lupita. She's got one eye. <laughs> And uh, she can't even remember her name. Man, no, she's going to get you money back, okay? Right. She promised. She, she promised, but, you know, she can't even remember her own name. So, man, no, she's going to get you money back. And then, guys, also, too, once you do get your tax refund, hit up Edwards Flooring and get some new flooring for your house. You know, get some flooring done to make your house look mas bonita. Uh, so, guys, we'll be right back with Bill Taylor right after this short commercial break. What's up, San Antonio? Are you needing to get your taxes or your bookkeeping services done? Then head on over to JD Associates LOC, bookkeeping and tax services. Guys, you can find JD Associates LOC on Facebook, on Instagram, or you can give them a call at 210-816-0357, or you can head on over to JD Associates LOC with your abuelita and your 99 Chevy Impala you're gonna get your taxes my friend head on over to 4702 west avenue number eight san antonio texas zip code 78213 now once you do get your taxes and you get your refund back and you want to say hey you know what i want to get some stuff done there in my house well guess what let's get some flooring done on edwards flooring services guys you can find edwards flooring services on facebook on instagram you can give them a call at 210-702-8297 or you can head on over there again with your abuelita to 1246 south hackberry street san antonio texas zip code 78210 guys please do not do your flooring with the guy who has got just one eye or please el tío panchito no more go ahead and call edwards flooring services and get your flooring done for your casita guys Edwards Flooring Services, JD Associates LOC, official sponsors for Del Loco Podcast. I know I sent you a little thing here, so we're, I'm actually gonna get, I have a couple of questions here for you. Uh oh, I so, wasn't even in town that weekend. So <laughs> I wasn't even in town that weekend, bro. I don't know where. <laughs> so so bef before we we go into the segment, I need to give a, a shout out here to my boy, Mister Luis Garay, for making me this special beat. Just for you. Really? This so, is a custom. So this is a custom beat. So I, 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 I wow. know I know you've heard of uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy, correct? I have. I have. So we had to put a little Del Local podcast taste on it. Uh oh. Okay. So without further <laughs> ado, uh, this is Las Preguntas for El Bill Taylor Sensation Reggaeton Sation. Come on. Yeah. Get it, Bill. <laughs> You're going to have to use this song right here when you come on the weather. Every intro, right? Hey. 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 <laughs> I love this, man. I love it. Woo! It's so good. Oh, nice. You like that? Yes. Bam. Luis, thank you, my man. Luis, thank you, my man. Thank you, my brother. That is tight. I had an idea. I said, that you know what? That so good. I, I, I said, you know what? It's going <laughs> to... I wanted to do something special. And I said, man, you know what? Okay, yeah, science with weather. Yeah, that's cool. But I need to put the De Locos, you know, spice on it. You have to. Make it De Loco. I talked to him at church. I go, hey, you know what, bro? Can you do something for me? He goes, yeah, what's I up? I really love that. I said, I need you to put the De Loco. He goes, bro, I got you, bro. I got you, bro. Send it that to me. So good. Ten o'clock at night. He goes, bro. What you think? I started listening to. <laughs> that is hot. I love it. That is really good. I love it. No, that is so. He did good. an awesome Thank job. You. Thank you. Yes, of course. That man, that's such an honor. Wow. <laughs> that is good walkout music. Yes, good you, workout you, you music. Know, I, I, I'll tell you what. You had a good friend of mine on here, Eddie the Hunter Ortiz. Oh yes, sir. Okay, and I can't wait. It looks like he's getting in the ring. Oh back. yes, he's gonna. He's gonna. He's back. You're coming with. Yes. We're yes. all going to be there. Yes, I'm going to be there. Bro, it's hunting season. Yes, I know. I can't wait. It's hunting season, baby. And so I, I, that, I love him, man. And I, I'm, He's I such a good guy. To, he really is. And oh I can't wait God. to watch him in the ring. Yes. Because I watched him training and, you know, 
Yeah, he's a great guy. I'm going to be there with you guys. And so maybe that, you know, the walkout music, I'm thinking. We're going to have to. Yeah. It is a hunter, baby. Yeah. Well, Bill Taylor. All the grandmas will be there. You want to know what the weather is today, baby? 70% chance of rain. Oh, guess it's 100% hunting season, my friends. That's super cool. That's so good. That's so, so good. the first question that I have. Okay, here we go. Mawilita is asking, is it going to rain or not? Because the 70% chance is not working. Yeah. <laughs> 70% chance. Chance. Yeah, it's, it's not uh, working. you know, 2022 is a driest year. Oh, my God. Second in history. Second driest ever, ever recorded, Ridiculous. right? 11 inches of rain for the entire year. We average 32 inches a year, okay? We, we should get 32 every year. That's wow. the average. And you should be here the weekend. We get it. Boom. Yeah. But <laughs> 11 is just obnoxiously low. We're still in severe drought. So, like, okay, as we sit here, so this will be dated. Yeah. But tomorrow we have a chance. It's the only chance all week. Like, that's the pattern has been we get one chance a week. That's it. You remember, uh, like, November was like that drizzly yeah, month. Yeah, drizzly month. Like that, what I call nuisance rain. Yeah. Just just rain already. Come yeah, on. just rain. Stop you know? teasing. Teasing. Come on, Lord. I can't Lord. wash the car. I can't wash it because, it, you know, crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, we're stuck. And see, what I think really has happened to our climate, not to get into a huge climate discussion, but what I think really is beginning to what we're seeing is that the southwestern United States is edging east. Mm. Okay. And so what we could see in a little bit of a pattern over the next few years are drier years. And, and we start getting that West Texas climate, climate here. moving a little bit more over San Antonio. Mm. As I mentioned earlier, we're kind of in the crosshairs of that yeah. West desert climate and the Southeast Gulf climate. So you got humid, you got dry, and we're right in the middle of that cross, right? And so this might be a little bit more favoring those drier conditions. Yeah. Well, and I so mean, that leads to, you know, drier years. Yeah fewer hurricanes all that stuff well there you go there you have it for all the willitas listening uh you got your answer because you remember yes 70 percent chance of man means there's a 30 percent chance of no rain there you right? go there you go <laughs> <laughs> all right so speaking of weather bill taylor what is your favorite time spring summer fall winter here in san antonio i mean it's kind of hard because it's summer all year round, right, so right. Like the joke said, the, the, yeah. there's four seasons. It's uh, almost summer, 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 still summer, and Christmas. Christmas. Those are the four uh -huh, seasons. Yes, those yeah. are the four seasons here. I I would say winter. Winter. Yeah, mainly because you know, uh, growing up in New Jersey and hard winters of you know like snow and ice. Uh, and remember, the East Coast got a lot of ice. Yeah. A lot of people think just snow and cold, but we got a lot of ice up there yeah, because we we're so close to the Atlantic. Yeah. But um, I love the fact, like especially this winter. Because I, I love warm air. Mm -hmm. I, I'd rather be at 100 degrees than at 50 degrees. Yeah, 50 degrees. Honestly, yeah. I, I want, I'd, I'd rather be hot, sunny and hot. And so when we had this nice mild winter and I'm outside more and I'm, I'm able, I, I like riding my bike. I like doing, you know, things outside, playing golf. I love golf. And so, yeah, that to me, a, a, a December like this is incredible. Oh, yeah. So I'd say winter. Winter. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Uh, so, okay, we got to, okay. What is the hardest part of being a meteorologist? What's the hardest part about being a meteorologist? Accuracy. Accuracy. You know, because it's, it, it is an imperfect science. I mean, you know, all joking aside, it's, we're still perfecting it. We're, we're, we've never been better. Computer forecasting and the model prediction process has never been tighter. You know, the, the computer technology, we're down to a four-grid forecasting model. So that means, you know, if you look at a piece of grid paper, four kilometers and we're, we're forecasting inside that box of what time it's going to rain, yeah. what the temperature is going to be. I mean, that, that's incredible. Yeah. And, and so you're using all these formulas and that, that's getting a lot better. It's never been perfected. I don't know that it ever will be perfected yeah. because what's interesting about weather is that it's always different. No two storms are the same. They won't behave the same. It's changing. You have, you have trends, but it's all changing. Yeah. And, and climate is the overall, right, patterns those shift El Nino to La Nina to in between the two, right? I always say El Nino. You know El Ninita. Yeah, right. And then the crazy <laughs> uncle. What's his name? Yeah. <laughs> but El Nino, you ever notice that it's always capitalized? 
The E and the N always oh, capitalized. Yeah, yeah. You know why? No. It's the Christ child. So back in the day, when the farmers of Spain and central Mexico and some of these other countries uh -huh. that would be influenced by winter weather, and they'd see these big changes in weather patterns coming in, and it would affect crops, it would affect a lot of things, and they nicknamed it El Nino, Nino. because they were saying Jesus is coming because it's almost Christmas, because it would happen like in the fall. Oh, wow. I did and not know that. That's how that name. That's why whenever you see El Nino, it's always capitalized. I'm always looking for El Maria. Right. You know, who's, who's there? Lupita. <laughs> it's always El Nino, El right. Nina, you know, El Tio, El Prima. Oh, okay, that's San Antonio for you. What okay. are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. That's what, what are you going to do? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome to and know. Then, and then La Nina is just the opposite. So really? El Nino is the, the warming of the Eastern Pacific water. Okay. So when that water warms up, it has an influence on the Southern U.S. weather. And just the opposite. If it's cooling and La Nina is in effect, it has an influence. And that's why we're so wow. dry. Normally, a, a La Nina winter means warmer than average and drier than average. Wow. Yeah. Even though, here's what's interesting, right? So, and this is why it's nature. And even though you yeah. have those, like, generalities and you say, okay, it should be a warm and dry winter. Well, did you know that in 1985... San Antonio's biggest snowstorm in history, 13 inches of snow on the ground in this city. It was a La Nina winter. Really? Yeah. But wow. in, in those couple of days, it got real cold and wet, right? Yeah. Same with the 2020 yeah. February storm. Yeah. Okay. It was a La Nina winter that gave us that ice storm, ice storm. that lasted all week. It was fun at first, and then when the power yeah. went out. Oh, yeah. Nobody liked it. No, no bueno. Yeah, no, no bueno. That wasn't so fun. No. Yeah. Rolling blackouts and you know, yeah, I had I to work through that. I lived at the station. You were working through it too. Yeah, yeah, I had to work through that. I literally slept at the station. Really, every night that week. Yep, it was unbelievable. We had no, not every night. We had two nights that I got out to the hotel to shower and got back. Really, but yeah, every other night, my my wife and youngest daughter were at the house, locked down and doing the rolling blackouts. It was oh man, but that was also a La Nina winter. La Nina winter. So again, that was a pretty mild winter season, but inside that week. It got, pretty, it got cold. pretty cold. Just like this year. Remember before yeah. Christmas? Before yeah. Christmas, we had a low of 16 degrees. Yeah. It get cold. We didn't have any moisture, but it got really cold. Yeah. I would wish that would be for Christmas. Right? But that's, the, you know, the biggest, and, and I think e if I step inside forecasting is when you were asked to forecast events. Like somebody calls oh. you and says, I got my uh, wedding Saturday at 3 o'clock. You said it was going to rain. What time is it going to rain? You know, that that's really difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's because, hard to do that. You know, um, in meteorology, to even to even nail rain within you know a four to six hour time frame is is that's hard. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. If you can do that, right? Yeah. And so people are making huge decisions based on what you're going to tell them, wow. and then they'll ask. So do you think we should do it? And yeah. I'm just like. I mean, don't, well, don't, don't, don't count on me. I'm right. Like, well, you're the weatherman. Right. Partly cloudy. <laughs> Partly right. cloudy. What happened? It's sunny. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. 20%. 20%. That's all I can tell you. Okay, cool. All right. So <clears throat> we were just talking about this right now when we took a break, but what is Bill Taylor's favorite Mexican dish? Chile relleno. Chile rellenos. I love it. Really? And, um, it reminds me because my grandmother... Grandma Ida, I came from an Italian family. Ida Rocco used to make these stuffed artichokes, love them with breadcrumbs, and you pull the leaves off and eat that. But then she would also do the stuffed bell peppers. Yes. And that reminds me, and with the marinara gravy on it, and it was so good. And that reminds me. Really? Yeah, every time I have chili relleno. That's awesome. And so I, I just, yeah, it brings me back, you know, and um, I'm a big Fideo fan too. Really? Fideo. Fideo so loco. Good. So that's what I was just learning. Yeah. I, I like plain fideo. I like it both. Yeah. But just traditional fideo. Fide yeah, yeah. Which, have you ever been to Wajillos? To where? Wajillos? No. Fort Tenet Blanco. No, I haven't been there yet. Yellow, I haven't been there. Yellow building. Best in town. Really? That I've had. That you've had. I haven't had everybody's yeah. fideo, but that is legit. And they're from like central Mexico. Really? Cu cuisine, yeah. Dang. No, no Tex-Mex in that no building. No Tex-Mex in that oh, building. Oh, no, 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 no. This is real deal Holyfield. Not, gonna, none of this Mama it. Margie stuff, you know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> no. That's good, though. Hey, Mama hey, hey, ain't bad. It's, good, it's good on a Friday night after a football game, and, you, you know, right. you don't want to, you know, make something at the it's house. Convenient, and it's convenient. Right, you know. Right. And, I, I, you know, what? honestly, right now, we were talking about if it, what's so difficult about being a meteorologist. 
And it's hard. And I think it's very hard for any Mexican restaurant to get a bean and cheese right. Because every time oh. you open it, you get a piece of lettuce. Right. You open right. it the next time, now you have a little piece of tomato. There, there's rice. There's what? rice sometimes. <laughs> what were you doing? What I mean, happened? you stuck it in there and then you just, oh, ah, he'll be all right with it. <laughs> what's, your, is that your, what's your go-to taco? So, so, right. So, lately, I mean, I've been trying to cut back on the tacos, right? Let's just be honest, right? But it's a San Antonio thing, I man. Know, it's hard. I've had so many friends that you know that are they don't live here and they're like man dude y'all make a big deal about talk breakfast tacos when my brother comes through town he's in medical sales still lives in louisiana my mm -hmm. stepbrother i mentioned we have to go to mary's tacos <laughs> he he loves mary's i mean and that's those are so good really tacos. oh yeah they are oh, good bro mary's have you been to blanco's cafe oh yeah there's, well there's one right up from ken's yeah oh my god yeah so what i've done okay to your point to try to cut down right yeah so I do because, you know, there's something about a flour tortilla. <laughs> and so I'll do two tacos. One of them I'll clean out. and there I'll, I'll, I'll there leave. You go. So I have my this is my go to. You ready? Papa Stranchelas. There you go. That's that the taco. bomb right there. And it's always kind of my litmus test. If I'm trying a new place, like when I first tried Mary's, there you go. That's, OK, Papa Stranchelas. Let's try that. And then we'll do, you know, country sausage and egg. And, yeah. and I'll just open that taco with a fork and I'll eat the eggs. But then I'll, I'll go down on that other taco good. And it's, they're good. They do it right. Now, there's some taco. There was a taco truck out in Holotus. I live in Holotus. And there was a taco truck there for a few years on 1560. And it was an older truck. And it was really kind of pre-like food truck craze. Really? It really was. There were some. But it wasn't like it is now. Now, you, yeah. You see them everywhere. everywhere. Right? And like food truck parks are real popular, yeah. right? Fantastic. This guy was roadside, and he did the best Papa Stranchettis, and I still, I have not gotten to that one yet, but I'm sure it's out there. I'm pretty sure. Let me know. Pretty sure. You got. <laughs> we're gonna have to take you to Southwest Military Drive. Have you been there lately? I haven't. It's so weird. There's like you go down Military Drive, and there's taco trucks everywhere. Wow. On Military Drive, left or right, you can't be like, well, there's none here. No, there's one on every corner. Wow. All the way to where you get to like Goliad, all the way down. And, see, and they can all coexist, right? Yes. Like they can all do good business and do good enough business yeah. to stay in business, right? Yeah. Because I think that's that what's great about the taco truck or the food truck in general is you have all these great chefs that were in the kitchen and don't don't have the money for brick yeah. and mortar and to have a really nice kitchen. Because yeah. food, it's tough, man. It is. You lose a lot of money. Yep. Yeah, especially if you're not, you know, if you're just making food. Because I had a buddy who opened an Italian restaurant here in San Antonio by the airport. And he lasted about two years because he didn't want to get into a bunch of debt. Really? Because it's just so hard. To, oh, yeah. To, you know, get the right food you want at, at a good price, good price. Get people in and then to sustain. I mean, it, if, if you make it four or five years, you've made it. Yeah, you've made it. Already. Most of them are gone. Yeah, after that, most of them know? are gone. It's tough. But OK, so the next one, I think it's a, it's a very important question, uh -oh. especially to me. Uh, is Nacho Libre your favorite movie? And please tell me you've seen it. If you haven't, we're going to have to sit down. And I've seen it. You've seen it? A number of times. Really? Oh, yeah. Can you just, how many times have you seen it? Because my daughters love it so much. I mean, I've seen that movie, I would say a handful of times full. Like like from beginning to end, I would go about five times. And then bits and pieces throughout. Throughout. I'm a huge Jack Black fan. There you go. Okay. But when he, bro... <laughs> It's when he was going to jump on the guy and he farts. <laughs> <laughs> like right before he jumps. No, I'm a check. Take it easy. <laughs> Take it easy. Hey. Take it easy. <laughs> and when he's up on the cliff and he's trying to get the egg. Oh, out he's of getting the, nest, the. For the eagle powers. The eagle powers? Yeah. And, he oh, just... and then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Black, man, and that that movie is what is it about the science? I yeah, the science. The si I yeah. believe in I the believe science. I don't believe in science. <laughs> and then he would slide the toast under the door. Yeah, dude. under the door. <laughs> what about when in the, in the very beginning when he's serving the food? Oh, <laughs> and he, he tastes it and just <laughs> yeah, he he chokes on him. All the beans come out of his nose. <laughs> Oh, that movie. Okay, so that is an Easter special that we do every year. Oh, really? It, it, I don't know why. It just became it. The family. The, 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 we have every year. It's together? a must to watch. Yeah. Only because, you know, the padrino who's there when they introduce Encarnacion that he you know shows them to the kids. Mm -hmm. 
then when he's serving all the food and stuff like that, he's like, you know what? I've, you know, have you not realized I've had diarrhea since Easter's? <laughs> <laughs> that is since Easter's. Since Easter's? <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, but like I said, he. He he never misses. I mean, no. School of Rock, one of my oh favorites. Oh my god, that's he's so good in that movie. Yes. Um, and then, okay, you want to see his range? Have you ever seen Bernie? No, I, I have not seen that. Write that down. Really? It, it, it's a it's kind of an off the radar movie that really? a lot of people they know about, but it's a true story about an East Texas funeral home. You've got to see it. This oh, is wow. it's Shirley MacLaine, Matthew McConaughey, and then. Man, they got good Jack, actors yeah, in there. Yeah, good actors. And Jack Black plays Bernie. Wow. It's a bizarre movie, and it re, it's a true story. And what's really cool is that they use, outside of those actors, yeah. everybody else lives in the town. They live. They used real people that went through it and lived it. You, oh, you gotta wow. See it. You got to see Bernie. I'm going to have to. Yeah. And, hey, and Matthew McConaughey, too, man. He lives in UT. I got to bring Yeah, him. he teaches a class. You got to right get him. All right on, all right on. All right, all right, all right. He's a cool <laughs> dude. That's a cool dude. That's a cool dude, man. Right? I'm so man. he's all Texas, man. That's crazy, right? That's super crazy. Hook 'em horns. Hook 'em horns, baby. We were just talking about. In fact, our pastor used it as an uh, illustration doing a series at our church called United Is One. I'm at Gateway Fellowship, wonderful church family, and he was like, "Okay, biggest game of the year is the national championship for college football, sure, but in college football, the biggest game of the year is Texas Oklahoma. Yeah, all right, Red River." Rivalry now. They used to call the shootout. Well, we can't say that. Yeah, you can't say that now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, Okay, that really helped. No, it really didn't. No. Crime is still pretty bad. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) the, um, the, 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 and, you know, I apologize to Sooners fans, but y'all, you you know what, y'all? Come up with your own symbol. Yeah. Why are they going to do this? I know. They just hate on Texas. There's no, like, can't, you can't do like a big O or something like that. But then it'll look like, hey, oh, donuts, 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 donuts. Let's do it. Let's do it, baby, <laughs> donuts. <laughs> so yeah, I just, I, it's like, come on, man. Instead of hating on your other team, root for your team. Yeah, root for right? your team, man. And so yeah, no, I'm, I'm all about McConaughey. You know who else lives? At? Sandra Bullock is a big. Oh, tech. Sandra I think Bullock she lives too. Out yeah. There. Um, there's another big actor just recently. They're all coming. Because of the tax situation, because yep. the livability of Texas yep. is so much better than California. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great place. Yeah. Hey, doors open. Right. Just don't bring California to Texas. No, that's what. I, don't start making don't those do decisions that. here, don't man. Don't do that. Because that's why y'all left. Yeah, that's you why know? y'all left. San Antonio is San Antonio. You're not gonna change it. No. And I can guarantee you, the people here are not gonna let them change it. I hope not. Ooh. I hope not. Ooh. You know, because it gets a little crazy when it starts you know kind of showing signs of it yeah you know of of kind of a you know culture of just i'll call it wokeness where Mm -hmm. there's this philosophy that says we know better and and this has to end and that has to end and you shouldn't do it this way and don't do it that way well you know what i mean there's a lot of things about texas that are not broken yeah they're not broken they're really going well yeah And, and most texans are really happy yeah you know that that's what i love about this city in particular is that it's got this cultural feel of family. Yeah. Right? San Antonio. Can't just, take it away. You really can't. Nope. As big a city as it is, to preserve that feeling, yeah. that's exceptional. Yeah. I mean, most cities get to this size and you lose that. Yeah. You know, I never felt like this in New York or no. New Jersey. I mean, you know, I mean, in my family, in my home, yeah, we were, you know, and, and who you knew in your circle and that kind of thing, of course. But like it's citywide. Like everybody just has a great feel and, 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 warmness to them. Yeah. You know, it's just fantastic. Yeah. Like my girls growing up here has been great. How, how old's your daughter? My daughter's three. She's going to be four. Oh, wow. Yes. God bless you, yes. man. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And it, that's the, my favorite age, bro. Thank you, my friend. Yes. No, really. Right now she's in the, the, you know, the nails and the frozen and the, oh yeah. You know, daddy, let me paint your face and oh, do it. let me do this and do let me it. do it. You know, and I'm all about it. You know what I mean? You know, she does have me, you know, I've always used to hear like, you have a daughter, she's going to have you rap. I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Isn't I could be true? at work and she's calling me. Yep. Oh, Bobby, I want this. I'm oh. like, okay, how much is it? Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. So I'll call my wife. like, no, it's like 22 or something. Just buy it. Really? Yeah, just, just buy it. It's okay. No problem. Yeah, but last week, I said, just buy it. Don't, don't worry don't about it. I got to get back to work. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I got three girls, and it, it's very true. And, and, and the more time you spend with them, the better. Yep. Because no matter, I always tell young parents this, 
no matter how much time you spend with them, you're going to want to spend more. Mm -hmm. I promise you. Yeah. Because the days are long. Oh, but yeah. The years are short. Short. They're going to go. I mean, yeah. you're going to be sitting across from a guy who's got a three-year-old like that. And yeah. you remember this conversation like, man, she's 22 now. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, boom. I'll never forget Carissa, who's my oldest, and she's 25. And she was like two years old, and I bring her to the bathroom. She was at that age where she's sounding words out, right? And so, you know, when, when they're little girls, like you're doing yeah. now, you can bring them to the men's room and, you, you know, yeah. bring them into a stall and everything's fine. You know, don't look around, honey. Just get, you know, you put the little blinders <sighs> yeah, come on. Come on, come on. Don't be looking. Don't, don't look over there. What's Just, that? No, no, worry, no that's nothing. Keep going. That's nothing. <laughs> and you walk into the stall, right? And so she's at the age where she wanted to go into the stall by herself. I'll wait outside the stall. And so I took that opportunity as she's in there. I said, well, what you, maybe we can do one of the words. I said, hey, Carissa. I said, what does bathroom start with? B B bathroom. And she's like, not now, daddy. <laughs> Just <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> not now. Daddy, not now. <laughs> Are you okay in there? <laughs> not right now. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> Oh man, oh, yeah, so I love it. I love it. I wouldn't trade it. It's the best. I wouldn't trade it. No, honestly, it's I love it. And and you know, going back to God, what when when we understand in the church mm -hmm. and we learn what unconditional love yep. is, right? Now you know. Yeah, exactly. You're giving unconditional yeah. love. Like, you do whatever you you can do whatever you you can for your kids. And that, and that, baby, make, that yeah. baby girl can't do anything wrong. To stop loving her. Yeah, nothing. Right? She can do something wrong. You're still gonna love her. And just like Romans 8, 38, yes. right? Nothing separates us from the yes. love of God. Nothing. Crazy. Nothing. And so it's the same thing. And so you, because we're made in his image, we feel that now. And now yeah. we know that now. Yeah. And so this now this beautiful love that you can now connect with God yeah. so much on a much deeper level as a father. Yes, right? exactly. It's so cool. So we're going to do two more. I have more, but you press for time. He's got, you know, Bill's no, got to yeah, do the yeah, news, yeah, you know, right? 10 o'clock. <laughs> He's got to come out. He's got to show his beautiful face out there. Or b better yet, we got to give him the local podcast is. Uh uh, terms. He's got to go and show his Papi Chulo face on Kins Five <laughs> all over San Antonio. <laughs> thank uh, you, thank you. <laughs> so uh, let me see here. Does Bill Taylor? I don't know if you know what this is or not, but does Bill Taylor have carnitas asadas? Do you know what that is? I don't. So, me. so I may have. Okay, so you know how here I in might. Texas, the biggest thing here is barbecue. Right. Barbecue, 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 barbecue. Right, right. Okay. So it, Mexican culture here is they're called carnitas asadas, right? Uh, you're making chicken. You're making meat. You're making. That's the whole grill. This is the, this, gotcha. so this is the grill. Gotcha. You make, you don't make sauces. You're called shashisha. Shashisha. Okay. Shashisha. Uh, you're, you're cooking the onions. You're making salsita on the side. You're making frijolitos on the side. Arroz. Then you, you know. After that comes the corn, mm. and that's your carnita salad. Have you ever been to a carnita salad? I don't think I, I've been to a. I'm gonna full, have to invite you to a carnita salad. I want to experience, so experience it. You can experience it because as soon as you touch those tongs, it's like yes, it's transformational. Happens right. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> you, you, as soon as you touch the tongs, look. <laughs> coming you're gonna Dude, have to please you're gonna have to that sounds so good yes and it uh, is good so funny so you just reminded <laughs> me cindy castellano and i are doing it it's, uh, i'm co-hosting the show this morning fred was off and i'm doing the news and the weather with her and we come out of a story about cascarones really right and how you know they're there i think it was I, I forget why i don't really remember but i remember it was during the holidays that's why i was up on the set with her doing news and uh, we come out of that story, and she and I didn't know what what it was. I, and she she turns to me. I mean, I was literally here like two weeks. Really? And she says, "Have you do do you like you know what cascarones are?" <coughs> That's what she said. She says, "You know what cascarones are, right?" And I said, "Yes, they're delicious. <coughs> I just had them at Las Palapas, and I really enjoyed them. I thought they were." She was talking about chilaquiles. Oh. <laughs> And she was like, I mean, she turned beet red laughing so hard she couldn't control herself. She was like, no, 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 Cascarones with the confetti. I'm like, oh, that's what you're talking about. Yes, those are delicious. They are too. Yeah, they are delicious. They are delicious. Low fat. 
Okay, so last question. You've been with the news for so many years. What's next for Boot Taylor? Oh, wow. What's next? It, I mean, have hey. you even thought about that? Or, uh, yeah. it, or is the truck just moving and grooving? Is I've it? always, because of the fact that I'm a father and, yeah. I'm, you know, as a provider, and I'm sure you think the same yeah. way, like we're always ready for, yeah. you know, if, if I get, you know, a curveball tomorrow that yeah. I wasn't expecting, like, hey, you know, we love you, but we're going in another direction. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm blessed that I don't think that would happen. But I would, I, first off, one day at a time. I mean, I, I don't focus on it, but I, I, I'm blessed to say that, I mean, I would, I don't want to go, I'm, I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, this is, I, this is my home. I, I want to forecast San Antonio until I can't do it anymore. And if it was something other than weather, I would probably have to say the ministry. I would have to probably say, that's awesome. you know, involved at a church, um, as, as a, you know, staff. Uh, staff member okay. you know because I, I do a lot at our church yeah now. yeah yeah kind of like a part-time staff member yeah. in a sense of um our online church and i've been able to bring a couple of messages um, that's cool it's been wonderful Such that's a awesome blessing. so i think that would be like a later chapter but right now i know that i mean what god has shown me is that he he has me where he wants me at ken's five television You're designed for this i really yeah. i feel that i really do gilbert i mean I, awesome. I just i love what i get to do I get to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's and I can tell you love to job. do it. I really do. Just seeing your 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 enthusiasm when you're you know doing it, yeah. even like on your Facebook and all that. When you're there with the kids, like I saw you were with the kids yeah. at the, on Tuesday with Taylor. You know the book fair. You yeah. know, every Tuesday I'm at an elementary. It's school. ridiculous how much these prices have gone up for these book fairs. Let me just tell you that. Hey, they're legit. You could drop thirty, forty oh bucks God. in there in the first five. My minutes. niece, yeah. we went to one of her things for Christmas, and the book. Look, 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 look at, look at how they do it, right? Right. We're going to have a thing for the kids, but while you're waiting, we're going to also have the book fair. <laughs> mm. oh. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. My niece, Theo, I've been wanting this book. And when my niece came, Sophia, she was my first love. Like I fell in love oh, with yeah. her because she was a girl. So I'm, yeah, of course. What do you want? She'll come up to me. What do you want? She'll come and I want this book. I'm like, what, how much is this? <laughs> <laughs> Put that down. I'm like, no, you, you sure you don't want? Look, look, there's a pencil, four fifty. <laughs> look at the Pokemon eraser. Yeah, she's like, no, no, deal. I, I want that book, and I'm like, I'm like, man. Well, I was like, how much is it? Like, it's twenty five dollars. Right? She one w- book. One book, twenty five dollars. When I was their age, it was a bookmobile. Man, you, you, you and know the, what's and the crazy? Little, the little yes. bus pulled. It was like a little trailer, like a mobile. That's it. And and you walked up like ten kids at a time. I don't remember money then, yeah. but yeah, the price. I remember when I was elementary. You know, my parents they would give us like ten bucks. Yo, and you can get a lot of stuff yeah, for ten bucks. Oh, easy. Uh, who, would we get books? No, we would just get erasers. And my erasers, friends, what, what are you doing right, buying that right. stuff for? <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Book uh, those. What were the the bookmarks? Bookmarks. They used yep. to sell the bookmarks. And the book covers. Back in the day. And you know what? I actually have a bookmark that I bought when I was in elementary. I still have it till this day. Are How I have it, I don't know. And in the back, 76 cents for wow. that bookmark. Wow. A bookmark now, two ninety five. See? I, don't, I, I was gone. looking at it. I'm like, are the gas prices on here? Right, what's right, going exactly. on? <laughs> <laughs> and that $3 one's gone, but yeah. you still have the 76 yeah, cent I still one, have right? that I one. Mean, that's amazing. I still have it. See? And it's special to me because when, when I got it, my grandfather was still alive, which is my dad's dad. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a scripture. Oh, wow. It's actually a scripture, which is the scripture that I'm using now on my shirts and stuff. Which it's is Philipp- Philippians 4.13. Excellent. I can do all things through yes, Christ sir. who strengthens me. Yes, sir. And because, you know, what Paul was writing about at that moment was contentment. Yep. You know, and that in everything, he gives us this beautiful contentment about life and about yeah. the ups and downs. And because, again, we can't, life still hits. No, yeah, it does. Life still hits, mm-hmm. but not as hard. Not as hard. Right? Not as hard. Not as hard. You know, you might get slapped around a little bit, but. Oh, yeah. But with God, he, he'll help you out. That's why, again, it's a it's a safe landing he provides mm-hmm. that we have hope in God, right? I always looked at hope as an acronym yeah. that said holding onto promises everlasting, that, that you just hold on. I mean, Paul writes about just hold on, hold on to yeah. what you believe in. Don't lose that grip because mm-hmm. it's going to be hard. Yeah, it's going to be hard. It's, it's going to be. You're going to be tested. There's going to be moments where you're like, where are you? Yep. Where are you? You know? And it's... Hold yeah, on, hold, hold on, on to it. 
Yep. Speaking of which, uh, right now I'm going to give you something very special. And this is very, this is something I'm very proud of. So, uh, I'm super blessed to be able to come out with my first shirts for the local podcast. Congratulations. I appreciate it. That's so cool. So you're going to actually be the first one to get one. Are you serious right now? Yes. So Gilbert, what a special moment. Let this me show this to you. What? It says my two phrases. What? It says God loves you. Dios te ama. And I can do all things for 13 in the back. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Check out who's there. They look at 412. 412 threads, man. baby. There he is, Hector. 412 threads. So this is especially for you. Thank you so much. Of course. Wow, I'm honored. I'll wear this. Promote De Loco. I appreciate it. Man, it's been such a pleasure. Yes. I, I, I appreciate you and taking the time because you're a busy man. Thank you. No, I, I'm a blessed man. You know, I appreciate that. Yes. Bless Papi Chulo, man. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate you so much. Thank you. And uh, it's I, I been love a wonderful time. I love what you're doing. And uh, I'm super glad that I can call you a friend. I would have never thought yes. this is the that I can. Of a friendship. Yes, the beginning mean of a friendship. Absolutely, bro. And uh, I'm super excited for what's next and what's to come. And maybe when I get invited, you know, I'll probably take over. See, this is what I was afraid of. He's going to show up with makeup on, look all cleaned up, right? And be like, why you got a suit on, bro? What do you got a suit on, bro? What are you doing? I'm here ready to do the weather, baby. Don't you need the bathroom, bro? You know, like, you're going to get called out. My wife, Hey, uh, Bill, hey, they need you in the restroom. Really? Yeah, they need you out there. Yeah, somebody said, like, you better hurry. That's great. Yeah, oh, no, man. you're coming. Yes, we'll I appreciate that. that. Thanks for having me, man. The, yeah, of course. I, I appreciate, really appreciate you. you the guys, thank you guys for tuning in. And just a reminder, as I always say, is that God loves you. Dios te ama. Dios ama a todos ustedes. Uh, no matter what you are facing, remember that God loves you and you can call unto him and he can help you out. So, guys, once again, Bill Taylor, episode number 28. You guys do not want to miss it. Thank you guys for tuning in. And we will see you on the very next episode. Get it, man. Podcast. Welcome, podcast.